Hey, hey, Keto Combo listeners, Danielle and I are talking about a seasonal topic today and one you've been all waiting for, a sugar-free Halloween. Is it even possible? How do you get the kids on board and what are the alternatives? Listen in, my friends, we have plenty of alternatives and ideas for you to have the perfect sugar-free Halloween. Welcome to Keto Combos, a podcast about the ketogenic lifestyle, whole body health, and self-discovery. Each week, we deliver the best analysis of optimal health. Now, here's your hosts, Danielle and Kimberly. So, hey, Danielle, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing really great. So, I'm really excited about this topic today um, because having four kids and you can imagine the amount of candy that we end up with on Halloween. Like it is absolutely insane how much we get. So we feel like huge, huge bowls full every year. So trying to um, come up with ideas to get less candy, or if we do do the full blown Halloween um, trick or treating, what you can do to, you know, get rid of some of that candy or for them to not have it all. So I'm really, really excited about this topic today. Let's face it, October 1st, all you see is candy corns and candy and that's sugar. All you see is sugar and everybody's got it on their mind. I know. It is so true. It's like everywhere. Like Halloween is obviously like totally focused around candy. So I'm really excited to do this podcast to just try to get, get the focus off of candy a little bit and focus on other things because like finding ways to make memories more than focusing on candy is like the most important thing, right? That happens with any holiday, anything that we have going on, especially with kids is just the memories about it. I mean, we always remember about what costumes they wore and what are the fun things you did on Halloween and stuff like that. So trying to take the focus off of candy is just, you know, the goal here and you can do it and you can do it with having a freaking blast and coming up with all different ideas. So that's why I love that we're doing this, this topic for this podcast today. So the first thing that I kind of want to talk about a little bit is like having the talk and planning ahead. So with that being said, what is the talk exactly? I would just have you sit down and when it comes to kids, just have you sit down with your kids and um, talk about your Halloween plans. And so they know what to expect, like set boundaries, involve them in decision making so that they have a better understanding and this will be like they'll be more receptive when you sit down and talk to them ahead of time and make the boundaries and have them be in in the decision making you know so um that that just makes it a little bit more involving them and when they're involved they're going to be more receptive this way so whatever your plans might be and here are some ideas for plans to make is what we kind of want to go into. So be sure to have the talk with them if it's something that you're focusing on of getting rid of the candy or not having so much of the candy. So just make sure you talk to them ahead of time. So the first thing that I could, um, that I would recommend doing is, especially if you're just hardcore trick-or-treaters, right? So like your kids are really like it's an every year traditional thing you go trick-or-treating and maybe you just trick-or-treat at family and friends house or neighbors you know these are just houses that you always hit up every single year and it's just a tradition because everybody wants to see the costumes and all that fun exciting stuff so what you could do is the trick-or-treat swap 
And what that is, is that you could go ahead to all these houses before you go trick-or-treating and provide them with an alternative to candy. So you could provide them non-candy food items to give to your kids. So I'm going to go through a list here really quick, not anything, you know, too extravagant, but I give you at least 20 plus, you know, non-food items here that you could do that you could involve in the swap. These items are also going to be things that I'm going to touch on later on and give you ideas for other things too. But some non-food items ideas that you could do for the swap would be, you could do like Halloween themed pencils. You could do like spider rings. You could do glow sticks. Glow sticks are huge. What kids don't like glow sticks? And I want to point out with the glow sticks is that being a mom who's done many years of trick-or-treating, it, it gets dark and it gets dark fast. And I always, regardless of prior to sugar-free Halloween or not, um, always would give my kids glow sticks to put around their necks, you know, like those long ones that go around like the necklace ones, or you could even do the thin ones that, you know, connect together. Um, but I would always give them glow sticks so that I didn't lose them because it can get chaos when you're in a huge neighborhood community that's super popular and you have tons of kids around and things can get crazy. So they're all on a sugar high, they're all running around, everybody's family and kids, and it's easy to just get jumbled up in the mess. So having the glow sticks to make sure your kids are where they're supposed to be and be able to find them easily in the dark is really, really awesome. Not only that, they love them. I pull them out every year, they're like, give me the glow sticks. <laughs> it is like super awesome idea as glow sticks. Um, but going on off of that is more, you could do like bubbles and bouncy balls, stress balls, mini yo-yos, stickers, vampire teeth, temporary tattoos. Oh, my little one loves temporary tattoos. Um, flat bracelets, activity pads, um, regular bracelets, necklaces, crayons, pens, markers, Halloween erasers, mini slinkies, playing cards, bookmarks, stencils, mini notepads, whistles, and noisemakers. Like there is over 20 ideas right there for you to create a huge, awesome bowl full of non-sugar, non-candy items, right? So non-food items at all. So these would be some ideas for you to go around and do the swap with. You really wanted to, you know, swap out the candy and make sure that they didn't get any of that when they were trick-or-treating. However, there are some other ideas that you could do with non-food items too. And we will get into also going in the future about you know, about um, doing the full-blown trick-or-treating, get all the candy and what you can do to avoid them from consuming it all or just, you know, limiting them and things like that. Um, so the next idea that you could also do is um, prepare activities that don't involve food. So you could focus on what would be really fun. I think my kids would really, really like this too. And I'm almost considering of doing it this year, especially because, we all know like this 2019 winter is like moving in fast. Like there's no fall. It's like straight up winter up north in the freezing tundra. That's where I'm at, North Dakota, in case nobody could catch on to the accent where I'm at here. <laughs> but um, it is cold. We skipped fall and we just went straight to winter, right? So you could um, put on a um, Halloween party for you and your kids. You could invite other people or just make it a family thing. Just make it you home with your kids. You could create a bowl that has all of these non-food items that I just listed or some of it or whatever. 
to hand out when trick-or-treaters come to your house, but while you're home, you could put together a Halloween party for you and your kids or have them invite friends. Some things to do for your Halloween party. I mean, you could create a costume contest with your kids and your significant other and just see who can do the best contest or the best costume contest. You could always do um, who has the best decorated pumpkin. You could do face painting, make healthy snacks. You could do um, low carb treats. Like there's lots of keto alternatives. You could make a cookie decorating station. That's a classic thing to do when you go to like the YMCA or some other places around town. They always have that for Halloween, but like do it low carb, like make low carb cookies and low, you know, the, the sugar-free alternative to frosting and make um, low carb treats and decorating station for that. You can play Halloween games. Oh my goodness. I am so excited about this. I really, really want to do this with my kids. I know that there's a um, it's called the Raymond Center here in town where I live. Um, and they have every year for Halloween, they have like these games that they play with the kids and why not do it at home? Like you don't need to go there if you don't want to, but, um, I would say do it at home because the prizes that you win could be the non candy items, right? So some game ideas could be like a mini pumpkin hunt. So take the Easter you know, hiding Easter egg idea and apply it to pumpkins, like get your mini pumpkins. You could have a decorating thing with them and then go hide them around, have the kids go find them. If it's not too cold outside, you could hide them outside or inside um, and have a mini pumpkin hunt. You could also do pop goes the pumpkin balloon, which is you get orange balloons and you blow them up and you put pieces of paper inside with a prize that they win if they pop it. You could take the blown up balloons and place them in a shape of a pumpkin or whatever and put them, pin them to the wall and have them try to pop them. If they pop them, they win the prize. That's non-candy. Um, you could do Frankenstein bowling, which you could take empty tin soup cans, peel the labels off of them, decorate them in monsters and Halloween figures and um, stack them in a pyramid and do bowling like using a tennis ball or whatever and try to knock them down and the prize is a non um, candy item you could also do a marshmallow toss which is kind of like you know the pong the pong game where you put it in a pyramid and you put the cups and i mean adults might know this as beer pong <laughs> but <laughs> you can do a kid version and like put it in a pyramid and try to just do like mar throw the marshmallows in there so marshmallow pong um win or pin the tail on the the witch cat so make you could probably order it on amazon you could order it online or do a printout or whatever and pin the tail on the witch cat you could also do a pin the tail or pin the nose on the pumpkin that would be another fun one um and Halloween bingo. Like bingo is always a hit, right? I mean, <laughs> I know my kids love it. And um, we've even went out to eat not that long ago when we were out of town on a football game with my oldest. And um, while we were sitting down to eat, they were actually having bingo at the restaurant and kids included and everything. It was a lot of fun. And that the sounds kids fun. Yeah, it was fun. We played bingo while we ordered our food and while we were eating. It was so much fun. Um, they included the kids. It was, it was just a blast. So every kid loves bingo. So why not make like a Halloween bingo? I can guarantee you if you put in a Google search for like free Halloween bingo templates or whatever, you could totally find them. So just print them off, make a Halloween bingo. I mean, the prizes are going to be non candy items. How fun is that? Right. Get the whole family involved, have them invite friends, whatever. 
Um, and then another one would be like witch's hat ring toss. Get like witch's hat. They're so cheap. You could get them at the dollar store, get some rings and just toss, you know, the rings on the witch's hat. How fun is that? So there's so many options to having a game. You can have face painting. You can have such an awesome Halloween party. You could even watch movies, settle down with a movie night with Halloween movies. I mean, it is, it is great. It's perfect. These ideas are, I think just awesome. I don't know. I just think they're really great for kids um, trying to stay away from the sugar thing. And I also wanted to say too, is that while you're doing this, I know it's focused towards the kids mainly, but also, um, you know, while the kids are not getting into the candy, the adults aren't either. Right. So like, not only is it benefiting them, but it's benefiting you as a parent so that you're not indulging in all the candy either, because I've been there. Let's just be real here. <laughs> when you get two big, huge things of bowls of candy, it's like, hello, when the kids go to bed, you just pick out your favorites. And <laughs> you know, you just have your candy heyday. So, um, but with, with this, I mean, it just wouldn't be there. It's out of sight. It's out of mind. I just think it's really good ideas. Sure. Yeah. And it'll, you know, it helps you spend more time with the family. Even if you have friends over also, you can have fun. You know where your kids yes. are, you know what they're doing. And it is instead of you staring at your cell phone, walking down the street while they're trick or treating, not saying you, but you know what I mean? Right. A right. lot of parents aren't as involved. They just watch their kids go from door to door and trick or treat, which is fine also. Right. But even if you do these games before and then maybe trick or treat for an hour and then go back to the house and do it again, it just gives you more time to to have fun. Because even me, you know, I'm looking at these games as an adult and I think they would be fun to play. <laughs> and, right. You know, I, they're great ideas. Yeah. And like you said, like making memories with the family and spending time with them and um, you know, just really, really getting involved and being one-on-one -on -one and having this, this fun, like Halloween party and fun Halloween idea. I mean, it would take the focus off the candy, you know, you just having a Halloween party and, and it, really you could invite, like she's like Danielle was saying, like invite friends over, you could have, maybe if you don't want the friends over, maybe they're busy and they don't want to come, but it's like, you could, you could really do this so many different ways about having no candy involved. However, if you are like, don't like you're, you're just 100% set on them going trick or treating. You don't want them missing out on that, going door to door, filling up their bag full of candy. It's just a tradition that you've had every year. Okay. So like you go and you do your thing, right? You fill up your candy bucket or your bag or whatever. Um, you come home and you have all this candy. Like that's like the biggest thing the kids will do. They will take all of their bags and I have four of them. So you can imagine the amount of candy I get. It's just, it's astronomical. It's ridiculous. So they will take their bags or their buckets, whatever we're using that year. And they'll literally go in the living room all together and dump it out in a big, huge pile all together. And we're, we'll just sit there and they'll like take pictures and they're like all this candy. Great. I can't tell you how many times that I will take that candy, put it in buckets, sure, like big bins or whatever, and 
um, I will like go hide it. I'll be like, okay, take, take this amount. Okay. That, that, and then I'll put the rest of it away where they can't get it. And, like I'll hide it. And cause it's like, you just don't need to eat all that. And over time, like I'll try to like push away from it and be like, you don't need any. No, we're not going to have that much candy. So like I've had Halloween, like bowls of candy hidden in my, in my closet to like Christmas. And like, we forget about them. Right. Cause I'm just like, no, 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 you don't need it. And the next thing you know, it's like, it's just there and it's just no good. And we throw it away. So an alternative to that, if that's something that you do, I know so many other parents who talk about this too, how they have Halloween candy still when it comes to Christmas. I know like friends of mine will talk, we'll talk about this on the phone. We're just like, seriously, why do we even go trick or treating this much when they never even eat it? Cause we don't have them eat it. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous how much they get. So, um, a really good alternative, you guys, if you have not heard of this, I highly recommend you go check it out. They have something out there that you can go on this website called www.halloweencandybuyback.com. Okay. I will link this in the show notes, but what it is, it's a buy candy buyback program. And it's held at local businesses. Traditionally, a lot of dentist offices will do this because they want you to obviously eat less sugar for dentists, but um, participation can include other local businesses. And what they'll do is they'll put on an event after Halloween and they'll do a buyback program where they will have you bring in your extra candy that you don't want your kids consuming and you can trade it in for some like creative extreme exchanges. Like they will do, some places will even do cash. Some places will even do things that are like sugar-free products, like that have stevia, erythritol, xylitol, monk fruit. Um, they will give you coupons, like um, dentist office will give you like toothbrushes. Like there's just so many different options. And you can go on this website, type in your zip code and find a local place, a local business or a dentist office that will support this buyback program. So you exchange your candy for these other items. And I think that is just amazing. And honestly, I didn't really know about it until like last year. And I'm really excited to see what happens, you know, to see if we end up with a lot of candy and if we want to do a buyback program and just see where, you know, what, what they can get in exchange. I was literally not even an hour ago talking to my best friend who's in Minnesota. And she was just telling me there's a place actually in um, in Minnesota where she lives that does this and they actually offer multiple things. So it's up to the parent, which, you know, which thing they get with the buyback program. Do you want them to get, you know, things that are sugar-free products? Do you want them to get things that are coupons or cash or toothbrushes? So you get to pick and choose. Some places will do that. So it's not just one thing. They'll just make you give you options. So I think that is super awesome. <laughs> I, just, I think it's awesome. <clears throat> So going into that a little bit more is you also like going back to the non-food items, you guys, that I listed, there was over 20 plus things that I listed a little bit earlier. Um, what else you can do? And I did not know this until this year that there is a thing called, maybe you are aware of it, but there is a um, program called the Teal Pumpkin Project. Now I am like, absolutely in awe about this because this is pretty amazing. You can go on this website, which I will also sh link in the show notes for you. So you can click on it, check it out, um, register your house, this, you know, whatever you need to do. The whole information will be down in the show notes. 
But what it is, is that it's raising awareness of food allergies. Okay. So you use non-food trinkets. So you use toys, like what I listed before, like the, you know, like the slinkies and the notepads and the bracelets and all that stuff. You use these items instead of candy and you do it for an awareness of food allergies. Cause there's so many kids um, out there who have food allergies. I mean, even some of them are diabetic who shouldn't have, you know, the candy, that type of thing. Um, and you use these non-food items for trick-or-treating. So you pass them out at your house, right? Like I mentioned before, but what's really cool is you can go on this website and register your home as part of the teal pumpkin project. So you register your home so that People know that your house is not going to give out candy for the kids who have food allergies or can't have the candy. So they actually give you resources of like ideas of things to do that are non-food items that you could pass out. They also give you resources where you could print out a piece of paper from your printer that has like the teal pumpkin on it. You could put it in your window or by your door so that you can give awareness to trick-or-treaters who are coming to your house that they know. The, that you are not going to give out candy, that you're giving non-food items. You can also take a pumpkin and decorate it teal and stick it on your doorstep so that, you know, parents and kids know that you're participating in the teal pumpkin project and that you're not giving food items. You're giving small trinkets and toys instead of, of candy. So I thought that was really awesome. I'm definitely going to link all this below because I think that's amazing. I have an older boy who is not into trick-or-treating anymore and he would rather hand out candy. <laughs> so I think this year, if we just focused on handing out non-food items instead of candy to trick-or-treaters, and I, I really want to do the teal pumpkin project, like that's my goal this year. So to really have him hand out these items instead of candy while me and the little kids are out trick-or-treating and then whatever they do get. I think personally what my idea is is I'm going to um, have them pick a certain amount each and then the rest of them we're gonna do the buyback program. I also know on the buyback program website, they say on there that if you check it out at the halloweencandybuyback.com, that if there's no local business in your area that supports the buyback program, that they also have a resource for you to ship your candy to the troops so you can um, trick or treat for the troops. And so give them the Halloween candy and ship it over there. And so that would be another way to, you know, instead of the buyback program for you to just give your candy to the troops and make you feel good sending candy over there to them. And, you know, that way the kids aren't consuming it and they're going to feel good that they're getting a package from back home from, you know, someone who went trick or treating for them. So I thought that was another great alternative. You can check it out on their website. Again, links in the show notes. But this is like some amazing options for you guys to have a sugar-free Halloween that you could make absolutely fun for the entire family. And I, I also, I think I have one more idea here that I wanted to mention too, was that, um, which I think when the kids get a little bit older, maybe if you have those kids that are like borderline not ready to be done trick-or-treating, but they just want to do it, I think this would be a blast. So you could do a Halloween scavenger hunt, okay? So you could also take your non-food items 
as prizes and go house to house to the, if you do friends and family and neighbors where you trick or treat and have them in on the scavenger hunt, you could create riddles for each house that you go to for the kids to solve. Okay. So they go trick or treating at one, they get a riddle that you already planned and prepared that goes out from one to one. And when they solve the riddle, they go to the next house and they solve that riddle and they go to the next house. And so that could be so much more fun for them to figure out, you know, figuring out these riddles and going from house to house and they get like non-food, you know, items as prizes. And then when they figure out the whole end result that they get the bigger, the bigger non-food item prize. I thought that was a blast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they, the kids, my kids, my kids during Easter, um, they, actually do we actually do this with our easter egg baskets i'm not even kidding you so we have like we have like these little notes and like they'll try to find where they have to go for the next one and for the next one and for the next one and to find their easter egg baskets and i did this one year and the kids went crazy they were so excited that they got this riddle they had to think really hard they were having so much fun they were laughing they're like where do i go i gotta find the next spot i mean could you think about doing this as I like yeah and like involving like your friends your family their houses and getting all them in on this this hunt like would be so much fun and thinking of these riddles i'm sure if you googled it somebody would have the idea already and i didn't just think of this and they could probably give you some riddle ideas um but give them like these clues and they have to like find out you know what house are we going to next and you know that type of thing I, I the easter egg basket thing was like a hit when i did it and i think the halloween scavenger hunt like that thing would be a huge hit how cool that you have to hop in the car you have to go to the next house you have or maybe you just walk in the block maybe you have friends and family on the block i mean seriously they would go crazy because they'd be having so much more fun than just knocking door to door trick or treat they would be like on a mission you know they're like <laughs> looking for their prize and like what they're gonna get and they could even get a small you know a small prize you know when they solve their riddle at each house if you wanted them to to get in on that too but how cool is that like think about it how fun would that be that would be a whole nother twist on trick-or-treating <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely a lot of fun i don't know so those are like our biggest ideas i think and i think that you know like danielle was saying just having those moments and memories with your kids that's the most important part of like every holiday it doesn't matter if it's halloween or christmas or anything like that like it's just making the memories with your kids and you can totally take the focus off of candy it's really not hard to do you don't have to spend a lot of money on the trinkets you can go to the dollar store um orientaltrading.com has amazing prices for little trinket toys like this too so you can go on there and order some whatever you think your kids would like or to pass out at your house for for um items and things like that so i think it'd be pretty awesome well, as you can tell, Kimberly is the mom here. That's why she's kind of <laughs> taken over the whole podcast. I well. am not, but I do love Halloween. The only thing we didn't mention, and this used to be one of my favorite things as a kid, is obviously I loved carving pumpkins. I mean, who doesn't love making a mess, right? But yeah. my parents or my mom, she would actually roast the pumpkin seeds. So she would clean everything up, take the pumpkin seeds, roast them, salt them. And we would be, I don't know, it was almost like we felt like 
we were having a treat having those also. So that's kind of fun yes. to do with your kids too. And I mean, you're just going to throw them away. Why not make it kind of a project to clean them up and roast them and see if your kiddos like eating those too. Right, exactly. And I think that would be a lot of fun, like getting the kids involved in that type of stuff, like help them clean the pumpkin seeds off, help them put them on the tray, like help them, like have them help you do all these things and get them involved. It's really exciting for them. This applies not only to like Halloween, but just healthy eating in general, have them get involved in the kitchen. You'd be surprised how much their mindset and their attitude changes and how receptive they are to changes when they're involved you know, when they're involved and it's not just something you prepared and you're like, here you go. This is what you have too bad. Eat it or don't, or be hungry. <laughs> so it's like, when you get them involved, it's like their mindset changes. They're really excited to prepare it. They're really excited to try it. They're really more receptive to new things. So I think that'd be a great family memory thing to do. And it's something, look at, I mean, you remember that from when you were a kid, that's something that, you know, when you, when you were a kid that you remember, all the way into adulthood. That's something that your kids will remember too. So it could be a great alternative for you to create, you know, some memories like that and do different things that aren't focused all around candy when it comes to Halloween. I mean, so many different options, you guys, there's just, the options are endless. They really, really are. And there is a lot of, um, community events too, that aren't really all about candy. They're about games. They're about activities. They're about, um, you know, creating those memories. And so getting involved in those rather than just strictly trick or treating. However, like I said, there's nothing wrong with doing your traditional trick or treating, but maybe you're just that mom like I was that stuck that bowl in the closet. You're like, you don't need it. So (laughs) when that happens, you can have alternatives to the buyback program, send it to the troops, you know, you know, find different ways. I would send it with my husband to work. So it's like, here, give it to the guys, you know, cause we don't need it here. The guys can have it. You know what I mean? So I think there's just so many different opportunities and I know it can feel like stressful and over overwhelming when you're trying to implement a healthier lifestyle with your kids. Um, and this is like the biggest national candy holiday of the year and it can be super stressful so these are just ways to help you alleviate some of that stress get some ideas rolling maybe you'll just kind of even come up with your own ideas with things that we've said today so um get involved have fun and make memories and just take the focus off of candy there's so many ways to do it for sure we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you do have any other tips or tricks please feel free to comment either on our Facebook page, Kim's group, or you can, you know, comment Instagram or leave it in the comments of the podcast. We will also be linking the websites that Kim mentioned on here. So again, we hope you enjoyed it and have a wonderful Halloween with your family. Thanks for joining us this week on Keto Convos. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at Keto Combos Podcast or email us at ketocombospodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to share with a friend and tune in for our next episode.